Shut your ass up, B. It's the BTSE 365 Podcast. You rockin' with your boy, B. Hey, you know what it is. You rockin' with your boy, B. And it's the BTSE 365 Podcast. The BTSE 365 It's your boy B. Oh, uh, hello, we record, bro. <laughs> my, my bad, bro. My bad, my bad. Hey, what's happening, y'all? Y'all, y'all got to excuse me. Uh, I, I be in my own little world when I get in the booth. Sometimes, my bad. Hey, but uh. Y'all like them skills, man. I was getting it for a minute, right? I was getting it for a minute. No. My engineer said I need to stick to my day job. I I told him I was I'm a rapper in my in my past life. I think I was like a real famous rapper. I don't know why. Cause I like hood chicks and I love trap music. I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it. Hey, but uh I appreciate y'all tuning in, however you tuning in, wherever you tuning in. Been a long weekend, long cold weekend in Tennessee. Long cold weekend. Snow. Just cold for no reason. I mean, damn, like, I ain't had my scarf this weekend. I was trying to be cool. I had my little coat on, but it just. Hoodies keep you warm, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my new colorway. Got the Carolina blue with the black, you know what I'm saying? Go Tar Heels in it, bitch. I'm going to have the Carolina blue and white joint next. But uh, we blew out Virginia Tech last night on MLK Day. Shout out. Good old. Made them put the sticks down, man. Made them put the sticks down. Well, you know, if they had the sticks because now you can't make NCAA basketball and football games no more because it was an infringement and the players got paid. But, hey, that's neither here nor there. Why stop it? Because the players can get paid. The more you know, the more you know. But uh, it was a, it was a it was a a good weekend, man. I got a chance to lay my uncle to rest. Shout out to Uncle Fish, man. Like I really didn't know who Uncle was until you know what I'm saying Saturday. Like you you think you kind of know a person, but we weren't like super super tight, but we was cool. Every time I seen him, everything, it was all love. You know what I'm saying? He was a real good dude. And so when I pulled up to the church, I was like, damn, it's a lot of people here. Like, man, Unc was dead. Like, what you talking about, man? Did everybody spoke highly of him, you know what I'm saying? He had a good attitude, always dedicated to what he was doing, loved his family and all that, always kept a smile. So that was dope for me. Like, I... I thought that was pretty cool. Like, Unc, Unc was that guy. You know what I'm saying? He was that guy. So, shout out to Uncle Fish, man. Hen- Henry Lures, as the old folk call him. Hen- Henry Lures. Shout out to him, man. And his birthday two weeks after mine. So, Aquarius in the building, man. Stand up. Like, I know what that means. <laughs> like, I, like, I even know about the astrology signs like that. I mean, I don't. I said astrology. Oh my God! Hey, are we gonna edit that out? Yeah, we get, we gotta edit that out. I said astrology. Okay, I was just wrong. What's the what's the zodiac? What? How did I? Well, astrology, zodiac. Yeah, it's all the same thing. 
somewhat, you know, just dealing with the, all this extra shit that I don't really know nothing about. So I'm going to talk about something I know about, man. I'm going to get it. I'm go. I'm just go act like that didn't just happen. But I think it's all the same thing, Some somewhat related. They like cousins, some shit like that. Yeah, they like cousins. But enough about me, enough about the weekend, because other than that, we had some football games this weekend, some NBA games this weekend. James Harden still going fed in the NBA. Now they got they got the brakes beat off of them against the Sixers the other night, but Harden I don't know I don't I don't know I got my own little thoughts about that and I will get to that in a minute. But the AFC and NFC championship games was over the weekend. For those who still watch the NFL, uh, it's almost the end of the year, so y'all ain't got to worry about me talking about that no more. Non football watchers who happen to listen to the podcast, which I think everybody who listened to me that ever liked football still watching the NFL. Like, that's what I think. Now, some people be like, I don't watch it, you know, but okay, you know, that's that's you. That's you. No judgment, but that's for me in my house. We watching the NFL right now. That's just what it is. We still listening to R. Kelly songs when they come on sometimes, and we still watching the NFL. Hmm. I think I think I need to talk to somebody about that. <laughs> oh no, big no, big! You can't keep doing both of them. I'm still watching the Cosby Show. No, I, let me take that back. First of all, I was never a Cosby Show fan. I was a uh, a different world fan, but not a Cosby Show fan. I grew up on a different world. Some people like the Cosby Show. Like I started watching some of the reruns here and there, but. Nah, you know, Cosby ain't never been one of my favorite comics. You know what I'm saying? I was I wasn't really caring about his show. A different world though, that was it. But uh, man, look, the Rams and the Saints played in a game. I'm gonna get back to this football real quick. The Rams and the Saints played in a game on Sunday that, for all intents and purposes, folks will say will go down as one of the games that had one of the worst missed calls in maybe sports history. Like, I, I know I ain't been around the game for about 30 years, but, like, probably the worst call, worst non-missed call, whatever you want to call it, in sports history. Except for that Olympic game back in, you know, I'm going to say professional sports because that was an Olympic game, the basketball game back in the day. That was in Olympic sports. I, I won't go there. But for something that money is paid on, people betting, that that was a pretty terrible non-call. Like, as I'm watching the game at the bar, I'm like, oh, that's pass interference. That's dumb. Game's over now. Huh? As my boy would say, huh? I don't think that's really the case here. The referee was smoking weed and texting his baby mama and, you know what I'm saying, texting his side chick and making sure his kid's straight and making a dope deal. He was doing everything, everything he wasn't supposed to be doing, everything but watching if somebody committed a, a, a foul out there on the field. He was doing everything. He on his Snapchat, IG, 
All of that, his family, group text, he doing all of that. He doing all of that. And he he missed that. Bruh said he went on the sideline to thank the football gods. Appreciate y'all for fucking with me this time. That's, that's really what he was thinking. Like, shit. I can't believe I got away with it, man. Like, 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 damn, dog, for real? All ain't no flags? Cold, 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 cold. And, and I heard somebody on TV say, well, it don't come down to one play. You should have scored them touchdowns early when you was in the red zone, which as I was watching it on the road, I was like, yeah, they they might need to get touchdowns right here because when you look and they got a turnover and they only get three from that, then them, them little field goals against a team that's going to put up 31, 35 ain't going to cut it. And so – I thought I thought the Saints was gonna win. I predicted the Saints was gonna win, and the Patriots gonna win. And we are gonna get to that one in a minute. But I really was like, the Saints gonna be at home. They gonna they gonna take care of this. They got a veteran quarterback. He done won a Super Bowl, but he ain't got but one receiver. He got one real good receiver, a good running back, and a real good running back. You got an okay offensive line. His defense been strong and solid this year. But but him, it's been kind of it's been kind of hit or miss with old Drew here lately. Been kind of hit and miss, you know. And and the flag, you know, people on the internet, everybody a detective on the on on Instagram. Everybody detective on the internet, they getting all the close-up pictures of all the missed calls from the referees, from the, the Rams could have had face mask calls and unsportsmanlike calls and all that, which I get that. Like, okay, the face mask, junk, it happened damn near every play. I don't say damn near every play, but eh, probably 65%. But I ain't going to say 65, 35. But it don't get called every time. Quarterbacks get smacked in the face. Drew Brees got smacked in the face. They didn't call it. But Tom Brady get his arm hit, and it's a pass, it's a personal foul. Get the get the hell out of here, man. I'm gonna get to that later too. I'm gonna get to that later too. But I say that to say, man. Sometimes it does just come down to one bad call. Cause no, they didn't score the points in the first quarter, first half, whatever. They didn't take advantage by getting touchdowns instead of field goals. But that's just that's just football. That's just part of the game. It happens. It ain't like it's guaranteed that they're going to score. The, like you're doing whatever you can that you think going to help you win the game and put you in the best position. And, yes, to that point, they were in the best position to win the game despite not kicking – I mean, not scoring those touchdowns early. Like they were in position. It was, what, 23 to 20? It was 23 to 20. They were up 23 to 20 with under two minutes left. People can point the finger at the defense. The defense has been holding all day, but it's been getting tough lately. They had just scored 10 straight, so they had kind of caught a groove. They had kind of caught a groove, and they knew they didn't really want to see them boys again. Drew Brees gets slapped in the face. He throw an interception. Uh, you know, once he fuck up that call, it leave all types of time for the shit to get thrown in the game. It leave all types of – because now it's like when we play Madden, right, when I used to play Madden, we used to call it 
Madden not liking something. Madden don't like that. Like, like if you go for it on fourth and six and you backed up, you know what I'm saying? Or fourth and not even fourth and six, like fourth and fifteen, and you just want to go for it. But you on your own 30. Like, that's not smart. Madden don't like that. Madden don't like, because when you do that, you're going to throw a pick six. You're going to throw a pick. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to get it. They're going to get the ball. They're going to score a touchdown. Anything bad going to happen after that one dumbass decision to not do something. And so when he thought he got the pass interference call or was finna get it thrown on him or whatnot, and he said, oh, whew, thank you, God. He was talking to the football guys. Madden got I'm telling you, man, Madden don't like that shit. When the ref did that, that's when you knew the game was over with. They defense not gonna hold up. They done. Like they they are done. So now what next? Do they try to go get them a top flight receiver in free agency if they can? Do they draft a receiver or do they get a better offensive lineman? Like, like, what you gonna what you gonna focus on? What you gonna do? Shit will get off the pot. Drew Brees got one more solid year left than number two. I know with the with the way the league set up, people can play longer, but if you can't keep him upright, if he can't get the ball out there no more, then I mean, hey, got to move on. It ain't like he been going to a whole bunch of Super Bowls, like like the dude that won his game the other on you know later that night. It ain't like he done been to that many. He only been to one. So, you know, appreciate that one, Drew. <laughs> That's what the Saints fans should say. Even though they were the ain'ts before he got there. And, and a bad trade for Ricky Williams, even though, you know, that's what they was known for. Ricky cool, he was good. I like him as a player, but all them picks they gave up for Ricky Williams and he ended up being a Dolphin not too long after that. I mean, who really who really won? Shit, the Dolphins didn't do nothing with them picks, yeah. Yeah, ain't like they did anything with one side team to another side franchise. Just trading, trading the boo-boo. Trading the boo-boo. And did the Saints give up the game, give it away? Or did the Rams win it? I heard some people saying, well, the Rams win it, took it. You got to take it if you're going to win it, you know. But, but let's not act like in the process of them taking the win, they ain't have a look. You know what I'm saying? A little, little battery in their back. Because when it come down to just that one play and a motherfucker miss it, and it's so blatant, like, so blatant, you can't help but to be like, well, damn, I did, you know, we did the best we could do up until this point. Just for somebody to not do their job. And then have the people who they work for say, yeah. We looked at that shit, man. Man, that shit wasn't right, man. Like, that was pass interference, man. Like, like that's what the league said to him. Like, they probably texted him right when it happened and said, man, look, we know that shit was bogus. We know it was foul, but we can't do nothing about it. But guess what? Next year, if this was to happen to you, we're about to talk about it in the summertime, and we're going to see if this rule could be uh, uh, replayed. So... That's how it go. That's how this league works. It's fraudulent as fuck. Like it's fraudulent as fuck. They want this LA team to be in the Super Bowl that bad. They need LA fans to have something to cheer about. 
Because football just came back to L.A. with two teams. The L.A. Rams and the L.A. Chargers. Like, they need they need excitement for the L.A. fans. That bad that you got to throw the shit in the game. Terrible. Terrible. On to the second championship game of the day. And we're going to get to that game right after y'all check out this new track by my boy, B. Stokes. It's called Toast One Time For You or Toast One Time. Y'all going to check that out. Let me know what y'all think. Hit me up on IG at BTSE underscore 365. Let me know what y'all think, man. Whatever these niggas do, don't let it change you. Stay down. Stokes. 100. I see the hate in their eyes every time I'm sliding through. Love is love. If you ride for me, I ride for you. Feel the ones locked the way I feel your vibe because I've been locked up too. Through the pain and all the struggle. Whatever you do ain't changing me. Fuck whatever game you claim to be. I see niggas 30 plus gang bangers. Sheesh, that shit's insane to me. And all I really want is money, ain't no thing to me. If you ain't noticed that we need a man, it's plain to see it. Where I'm from, dope boys, where we aim to be. You gotta get it how you live and remain a G. Never quit, cause it's evident. We was ever sent, we was never meant. Uh, the fall victim of irrelevance. Hold some fella shit, losing life over 11 cents. Talk to him now. Live life, homie, give your all. Cause niggas plot, man, even your dogs. Hit him up, baby, gotta live it up. When quit, when giving up. Talk to him now, stop that. Bag it up, we cop work, bitch. And bag it up, I can talk that, plus bag it up I'm on now, niggas mad as fuck I say peace to the niggas who wanna see a nigga win or pretend to Hold a young nigga down like a friend do Got love for you niggas, I commend you Goddamn I see the hate in their eyes every time I'm sliding through Love is love, if you ride for me, I ride for you Feel the ones locked the way I feel your vibe Cause I've been locked up too Through the pain and all the struggle Toast one time for you Yo nigga though, I'm getting money, what a feeling bro I had money, I done been broke We ain't fam, we ain't kinfolk Cruising, leaning out the benzo With a foreign chicken bitch and nympho Laid back, but a pimp though Plus I'm hella cool off the hemp though Like, fuck all that hate, I just motivate Mama said focus on commas and dominate Running that checkup like underlay Underlay numbers, I combine So many numbers can concentrate Bitch, I'm the shit with no cost to pay I owe you nothing, no compensate If it ain't money, we talking, no conversate Higher ground, it be my running maze Bitch, we them niggas that love to hate Thinking I'm pussy, let's run the fade But trust me, I'm down for that pistol play Higher ground and be my running maze Bitch, we them niggas, they love to hate Thinking I'm pussy, let's run the fade But trust me, I'm down for that pistol play I see the hate in their eyes every time I'm sliding through Love is love, if you ride for me, I ride for you Feel the ones locked the way I feel your vibe Cause I've been locked up too Through the pain and all the struggle Toast one time for you Toast one time for you
track, man. Shout out to my boy. He just dropped his new EP, Homecoming. It's on all streaming platforms right now. It's a four-track EP. It's called Homecoming. He just shut down a show in his home city of Nashville. I mean, not Nashville. My bad, Chicago. I'm tripping. Shut down his shut down his show on uh, Saturday in Chicago. So my boy went home and, and put on for the city, and he he back coming for his man. He coming for his dog. Coming for his. But like I said, I'm gonna get to the AFC Championship game, man. So it's the young gunner. Against the old head, the GOAT. I got to call him the GOAT now. I've been slick having to do that since they beat Atlanta. So, you know, it is what it is. But nine Super Bowl appearances, because I'm giving everybody know who going to the Super Bowl now, by now, it ain't no secret. But winning this game took him to nine Super Bowl appearances in 19 seasons. That's damn near half his career. He been in the Super Bowl. Like, half of his career, he's been part of the Super Bowl. It's so many players that ain't never bought a ticket to the Super Bowl. Let alone be actively a star in it for nine of your 19 years. And all that happened not due to because of his quote-unquote greatness because, you know, yeah, his team won. He let him down. But it's just like that one play in New Orleans. He played boo-boo up until that point, up until that last drive for him. He played boo-boo up until that overtime drive. You know what I'm saying? But he was hitting them on third down. It was crazy. But Madden don't like that. D Ford, Madden don't like that. You the reason. You the dog, motherfucker. Like, you the reason, bro. You line up offsides and you give Tom life. That's like everybody in the world that was watching it knowing that y'all definitely finna lose now. Like, oh, he threw a pick. I slapped my partner on the back. I said, hey, bro, game over. (laughs) The Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. Wow. And then, uh-uh-uh, uh-uh-uh, <laughs> they say, like, D4 lined up in the neutral zone. They called it, you know what I'm saying, five-yard penalty, Tom Brady come out third and five, boom, first down. It's over with after that. You got Eric Berry guarding Gronkowski, who both of them banged up, but Eric Berry ain't played damn near all year. He ain't played them but, like, one or two other games. And he finna have surgery probably today or tomorrow. So, y'all single covering, that's why bro got fired today. That's why they fired their offensive coordinator in Kansas City because my homeboy was doing his part. He was doing his part. Sammy Watkins banged up. Tyreek Hill, he iffy. You know, they ain't got uh, Kareem Hunt no more. Defense playing okay. They was playing okay. But at the end of the game, an Andy Reid coach team, my partner always say, Big, I never trust the Andy Reid coach team in the playoffs. And that's all I kept thinking to myself. When I made my prediction 31 to 28, which 
I wish the Chiefs would have just went on and lost it 28. Hell, I had my five-ass score 31-28, to 28 and they just go and mess it up. Just go and – like Virginia against Duke on Saturday night. I mean, on, yeah, on Saturday night, they ended up hitting a bucket at the end of the game. Instead of losing by four, they lost by two. And the betting line of people who bet against Duke – I mean, bet for Duke at three and a half was all fucked up then. Because somebody wanted to take a meaningless shot. Pad they stat line when somebody lost their car note. <laughs> you want to get a bucket and they finna be riding in the bucket. But now the game, folks say, you know, okay, did the ball tip off Edelman's hands? In my opinion, no. I looked at it. It didn't tip his hand. That was his... uh. The strap on his glove. And I hate to even be admitting to these facts. But it's, you know, because I'm not a – I see how they get down. I ain't going to call them cheaters. But if they did cheat, hey, I said this to a woman at the bar. I said, hey, man, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And she said, I don't know how to take that. What you mean if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying? So I, I looked at – I had to – I had to restate that in a different way. I said, hold on. I mean, in sports, <laughs> if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's what they say. In sports. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, time go down. Instead of having three picks, he got two and one touchdown. And he go down there, he lead the drive down there, and then they just run that bitch in there. Bill Belichick ain't playing. I'm just going to run this ball. I'm going to get these points. I don't care how, how it look. I'm going to get these points. Let's go to this touchdown, and we're going to go home. Deuces, Kansas City. Then they got the – they what? That that personal foul, though, roughing the pass on, that they called, man. Come on, bro. Damn, bro. He can't even touch his arm on the follow-through? Like – that's engaged in the play. That's not even his knee. You ain't supposed to hit him low. He hit his arm as he was engaged with an offensive lineman. I don't. Giselle paying these folks, man. I ain't going to put it on top. Giselle is selling. Is not selling. She is paying these folks. I don't want nobody to think, I think she's selling something. <laughs> don't want me to coming after me. It probably already after me because I said I'd still listen to R. Kelly and whatnot. I don't listen to it, but he got a couple of songs, like throwbacks. I just, you know, anyway, anyway. So now we got the Patriots and the Rams back in the Super Bowl. And I want to say they, the, what's the word? Uh, not the word, but I'm seeing stuff floating around on the internet saying, you know, it was 17 years ago. When Tom Brady and the Patriots beat the Rams in the Rams' last Super Bowl appearance. And it's going to be in Atlanta. It's going to be jumping. It's going to be live. All the Falcons fans happy as hell, too. We ain't want the Saints to come to Atlanta anyway. All them New Orleans folks going to take over their city. It was going to be ignorant down there. Ooh, it was going to be stupid. If the Saints would have won, it was going to be stupid. But now it's just going to be the Patriots. 
Oh, boring ass. Play. But hell, last year Tom Brady threw five hundred some yards. Damn near, I think. So you never know, man. He, he this man talking about playing till he forty five. Whatever the problem is with him and Bill Belichick, I don't know what's going on. Like, bro, you've been to the Super Bowl nine times now. Like, and Tom Brady listened to Fifty Cent Mini Men working out last week. I don't know if that was just like a prop or whatever, but. It got to be Bill as the problem. Like, Bill got to be with the shit somehow. I've been trying to not say that for a while. Cause I wanted to, but even though Tom Brady wore that damn Make America, had that Make America Great Again had I don't, I can't fuck with him on his politics at all. But as a player, you got to respect him. He got a couple of commercials, but Aaron Rodgers got more commercials than any Damn football player I done never seen. Brett Favre didn't have that many commercials. Troy Aikman didn't have that many commercials. And he won three Super Bowls. Like, damn. Every time I'm watching the football game, I can't I can't get away from Aaron Rodgers. They ain't even in the playoffs. I didn't see him more than I seen playoff quarterbacks. All these State Farm commercials. I'm like, hey, bro. Where uh where uh Cam commercial at uh where my home's commercial? He don't even do commercials. He need to get a Sips T meme with Kermit the Frog since they both kind of got similar voices. That would be dope. Or do a commercial. Yeah. Bogus, petty. Hey, I, I fuck with my homeboy, man. He cool with me. He all right with me. He a young kid that's out there trying to get it. He trying to win. He he looked like he want to win every every play. He don't want to win every game. He want to win every play, every play. But too bad he don't play cornerback or safety or linebacker, or defensive end. I bet he wouldn't have lined up offsides. See, that's what happened when you got defensive players from Auburn. Slow my Ooh boy, I hope nobody listen to this that like Auburn that much. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Auburn? What's up? Shout out to them Tigers, man. <laughs> Woo. Hey, they had a tough game against Kentucky in basketball over the weekend, man. Real tough game. They was down like 16, 17, came back, and they lost by two. But they scrapped their way back in there. It was a home game, too. It was a pretty, pretty intense matchup. Pretty intense matchup. Then, speaking of SEC basketball, man, I hadn't – Said nothing about it, you know, on my social or nothing like that. But shout out to the UT uh, men Vols basketball team. They ranked number one in the AP and coaches poll, I believe, for the first time. No, second time in school history. Yeah, second time in school history. So that's pretty dope. Shout out to them, man. Shout out to uh, O. Williams and, and Schofield. And Schofield got a – his name is Admiral Schofield. Like, you got to be strong with that name. And and that's a strong looking dude, man. Dude. And he from I think he's from Illinois. Like, like he you can't be called admirable. I mean I said admirable, but admiral and have a last name of Schofield and not be a strong ass person. I mean they named you an admiral. Like this you 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 know, you got a lot to live up to, like just by your name. And he be with the shit out there after they win. He don't be with the shit while they playing, but they'll win a game, and he's snapping on the fans. He's snapping on the fans. He gator chomping when they beat Florida in Florida. Him and Williams. 
when he was in Memphis, he said he was coming to let everybody know that UT was the best team in the state. You can say that this year. Next year, though, Memphis is going to be on their ass. Just watch. Memphis is going to be on their ass next year. But UT is now number one. But they ain't looking for number ones. William said he ain't looking for number ones. He's looking for banners. And now we seeing how the season, now that we in conference play, so the game's a little tougher. Like Duke and Virginia played in a gym. Like it was a damn good game in Cameron. And Virginia could have, they all, I thought they was going to pull it off. Even Jay Williams and they, they, they in Duke, in Durham, and saying, I think Virginia's going to win the game tonight because Duke didn't have Trey Jones. Trey Jones' shoulder fucked up. Gonna be out a couple weeks. But Duke hit him, you know, they they kept hitting him in the mouth. Man, Zion Williamson can't really dribble all that well. He dribbles well enough to get the job done in college basketball. But if he can learn how to handle the ball for real, because he still handled the ball like he looked like a football player handling the ball sometimes. Like when he shoot, you ever seen some football players like the big strong linemen and shit, the big dudes. When they shoot, they real stiff. When they dribble, they real strong with it. They heavy-handed and just forceful. That's how he look, yeah, because he's 285, and he's solid. But when he made, man, bro, he made a block the other night, went up with two hands and spiked that bitch with one. My, my, daddy, my daddy said, God damn, son, he got up there. What, what, what they feeding that boy? Like, that's a big person. And then you got R.J. Barrett. Like, they're top-heavy, which is what I was saying at the beginning of the season. Like, a lot of people online, they all Duke go go undefeated. And Duke go – look, man, that's hard to do, especially when you're playing four freshmen. Undefeated? No, nah, you know, they going to lose a couple games, which they lost, a, they lost one early against Gonzaga. What I say, if you play a team that ain't scared and they got talent too, it's college basketball, man. Anything can happen. Hell, Virginia lost to a 16 seed in the tournament last year. So, you know, the first team to ever do that. So it can happen. It can happen. But they played well without Trey, without Trey Jones against the then ranked number two team in the nation, or number 14, however you go. So, yeah, they were number four because Michigan was number two, and Michigan lost. Michigan lost to Wisconsin. So, you know. It's a lot of good games coming up because it's January and now the holiday season over with. Everybody in the meat part of their schedule. The end, it's almost the end of January, really. Got, what, nine more days in the month. So, you know, February coming up, people starting to try to play for those conference seedings and all that. Alabama pulled off an upset on Kentucky, you know, but Kentucky bounced back and they beat Auburn. So it's a lot going on in the college basketball world. Now. There's a lot of parts about to start moving. Teams are really starting to gel. The Tar Heels beat Miami over the weekend, but they lost last week. Got blown out by uh, – I can't even remember the team that blew them out. Louisville. Blown out by Louisville. But then they go on the road, they beat Miami, then they come home on MLK Day and they beat Virginia Tech by like 20. Kobe White and the Sir Little was snapping. Cutting the shine out there. Cut up bad, as my boy Juvie would say. They cut up bad out there, cuz. They cut up bad. 
and cut up bad, man. So, yeah, I'm excited for college basketball season, man. It's really finna, it's really finna pick up. Speaking of picking up, where my, uh, hey, man. So, I got this new, you know what I'm saying? I got this new uh, flyer y'all gonna be sending in the city near you. Anytime big come to your city, you might just see a flyer somewhere. If you see it anywhere, I don't care if it's laying on the ground. I don't care if you see it laying in the, the barbershops, your malls, your, any type of clothing stores or whatever locally throughout Middle Tennessee, West Tennessee. If you see if you see it, just pull your phone out. Pull your smartphone out. I got a QR code on there. You act like you're taking a picture. For iPhone users, you can act like you're just taking a picture. Just pull it up, cut the camera on. It'll shoot you to one of those links. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Go to my IG account from here. So if you got an Android phone, you can download the QR scanner. It's a free app. Don't worry about it. It's a free app. I just It's been tested on Android and iPhone. You download the QR scanner. Open up your QR scanner with the camera. Open your camera with the scanner app. And you just hold it up to the flyer. Get you straight to it. You can follow me on Spotify. Follow me. Subscribe to me on the Apple Podcast. You can follow me on IG. You know what I'm saying? All of that. That there. What else, man? Oh, my podcasting class for beginners start this week. Your boy got a full class of 15. Y'all going to get a chance to check them out here in the next, oh, four weeks or so. Might have one of them come on, talk a little talk, see who see who's ready to get behind the mic, man, show them, show them the studio life podcast and introduce them to an engineer and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Try to connect some like-minded people. So, yeah, that's going to be dope. That's going to be dope. My first experience doing something like this. I'm excited. Woo! <laughs> Face ass. But, oh, man. January 31st is going down live from the Cobra Nashville. That's out east for those Local Nashvilleans. See how I know I'm right because my man's this from out south would have corrected me and been like, nah, that ain't out east. But I'm right, though. That's out east. You know what I'm saying? Um, we going live. 7.30 p.m. doors open January 31st at the Cobra. 8 p.m. will be your showtime. Your boy Big is on crowd control. It's going to be stupid, dumb, intelligent, ignorant, Fire, live, crunk, lit, turnt, all of those terms, man, because we doing it in the cut, you feel me? In the cut, presented by Fourth Ward Entertainment, Higher Ground Company, and we can't a bit forget about our good people over there at Cashville, et cetera, man. It's going to be a dope show. Uh, KJ Flu, Flu Game, Q, you know what I'm saying? Got Tweety. 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 I didn't forget your name, Tweety. I'm sorry, Tweety. Tweety who? Just say, just say it. I, you you don't you finna go to the flyer agent? Go to my IG. <laughs> I couldn't remember Tweety's name. I couldn't remember Tweety's name. I know I got I know I got hard looking shouted. Lord Goldie. I remember those names because they was a little more simple. Yeah. Triple play squeak. Triple play squeak. There we go. I said Tweety. 
It's triple play squeak. My boy was trying to mouth it to me. I was like, man, I don't know what the hell you say. Just tell me today. I'm sorry. Triple play squeak. I'm sorry, Queen. I'm sorry, beautiful. I will not forget that next week. <laughs> See, this is my practice. This is my practice. This is my practice. But yeah, $10 cover charge at the Cobra. Y'all come out next Thursday night, January 31st. Let's end the first month of the year with a bang. Straight independent. Artists coming out, you know what I'm saying? We're going to have some artist management people in the building. We're going to have some other artists that may not be performing that just may be in the crowd just to show love. So appreciate it and everybody who's thinking about coming out next week, Thursday night, the Cobra Nashville. Doors open up at 7.30 p.m. Your boy Big will be on crowd control. So y'all come out have a good time, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a good little vibe, man, a good little vibe. Shout out to uh, Progress Company. They just had a two-day MLK celebration. That was on Buchanan Street last night. And they were at Minerva over there off Buchanan on Sunday. Good weekend from what I saw. You know, I was traveling, so everything looked positive. They had a, you know, clothes drive, canned foods. It's always good when when we can when we can come together, you know what I'm saying, and do some things. It's good to give them them students school supplies after Christmas. Cause everybody got some new clothes and new shoes, new games, but who got some new pencils and books and stuff? Who still got that strap to toe up on their backpack? You know what I'm saying? Because you you tore it up and mama was like, see, you bullshitting and playing around. I ain't gonna get you no new backpack. But now, hey, boom, thanks to my people, they got some people laced. That's, that's the business. That's the business. What else happened, man? Hmm. Oh, A B. On God and them. And I don't even know who and them is. My brother, you emulated Floyd Mayweather so much to the point that you forgot how to do you. Like, he went from from Pretty Boy Floyd to Money May. You in for, you still brush your hair in the ring. You still, you know, uh, want to be a pretty boy. But what about the work? John Gray says you 3-3-1 three, three, and one in your last seven fights. What's next for you? Well, I'm 3-3-1, three, three, and one, but I'd be 7-0 against you. <laughs> that was real. Uh, petty. You know? And I don't know him personally or nothing. You know, I don't like taking personal jabs at anybody because I don't know what you do when you ain't on the tube. You know what I'm saying? Just like don't nobody know what I got going on. That's your business. But as far as what you're doing in that ring, as far as how it's looking, man, bro, he landed 50 punches. Like maybe they ain't counting some of I know it looked like early on I was like, okay, maybe he just trying to figure them out, come around four, five, and six, he gonna do some things, man. Bro was really and and I knew he had a he got a you know a, a a name as a person who don't like to throw a lot of punches. But bro, this Manny Pacquiao, like if you trying to win, you are gonna have to out punch him damn near or make him miss a whole lot. Like if you can't make him miss a whole lot and you ain't out punching him, well damn, bro, what you go what what you think gonna happen? That man said, yeah, I thought I won the fight. I controlled the fight. 
I said, what? What? You did? I wanted him to win. Like, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm going for A.B. And everybody knew it was just because he was black and he said he was doing it for the hood. Okay. Sold me. Man, A.B. going to win this junk shit. <laughs> man, A.B. going to win. He sold me so tough, but all he was doing was a lot of bargaining. And this was the fight that could have helped get him on on. Because cause before accepting this fight, I believe after his, didn't he lose his last fight? No, he won. He won the fight before that he lost. So it's like people wanted to see if they going to be willing to pay $75 to see you fight again on TV. And the answer is no. You're going to have to go beat four people in a row convincingly. Two of the four got to be convincing. Can't be no four 12-round fights. Nah, you got to knock two of them out. Got to outwork the other two. Then people will get back to Adrian Broner. As far as spending money. You finna go back to just boxing on Showtime. Might be boxing on PBC. Without pay-per-view. You you know, Showtime on Saturday night. Saturday night boxing. They'll give them that. They won't give them the pay-per-view. But they'll get a damn just PBC. But he can still sell a few tickets. Golly, man. You see what I'm saying? All this extra talk. I'm man, I was so mad. It's okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. My engineer just he upset too. Disappointed. You do all this damn talking. Then you go out there. And you ain't throwing punches. You gunshot. You pulled your pistol but wasn't ready to use it. And you always, and you know what they always say, if you pull your gun, you got to be ready to use it now. So don't go out here in the ring and you got the pistol in your hand and now you scared to use that motherfucker. All his pistol bigger than mine. That's, that's what you, that's what you, that's what I saw. I'm scared. I don't even say scared. It's just, why be a boxer if you ain't going to throw punches? Floyd might move out the way, but he throwing punches too. He jabbing them. You just out here regular looking, man. Shit. Look real regular. Real regular. Real. You look 3-3-1. Three, three I like the personality. Brash, you know, like that. But the fighter, the fighter, the fighter damn near wanted me to just tell him to keep rapping. Like, after seeing that, like, yeah, he might, he could be a rapper. He could definitely be a, a, a okay stream type of rapper. He 29, still got paper. He really is from the streets of Cincinnati. Two five. I was like, damn. See, I like I like that that person. That part of Adrian Broner. That right there, he could go be, he could go sell some records. Go be a rapper. Cause I don't think he really want a box. I think boxing is what got him here and he didn't get to a certain status. And it's like, man, I keep getting these checks for however long, but he really wanna be a rapper. He done put out some music. 
Maybe he should dedicate his time and efforts into that. Just saying. Might have to downsize for a minute if he ain't, you know, taking care of his business, but maybe he did. I hope he did. But good luck to him and whatever he got going on in the future, you know, as a boxer or a musician or entertainer or whatever. Wish him well, but that fight Saturday night against Matty Pacquiao, I'm just, whew, shit. I'm just like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? Shout out to Q's and Cushions Lounge in Ripley. That's where I checked the fight out over the weekend. My cousin, them Big D, Big Hennon. Shout out, man. The whole hood was in there kicking it. They playing spades, shooting darts. You know, spades in the in in, a, in any black setting, spades more competitive than a, than a real sport. Like, folk playing spades, and they drinking a little bit too? Oh, they loud. Oh, nigga, your hand ain't shit. They all this. And it ain't even a real sport. Like, it's all based off of what cards you're dealt in this game? Ain't no real skill to it. Man, it's a little bit of skill. Got to kind of know which cards to play when or whatnot. But it ain't nothing. It's really like counting cards. It ain't. I guess it's it's an acquired skill. It's a, something. Who? No, no, I'm not saying there's not skill. I'm just saying those who know how, if you know how to play, then it's like a basic game. It's not, I mean, you can, you can count cards and just, be a good guesser or or whatnot, thinking about it's a psychology to it, but it's not like I have to do some real physical thing to to be good at spades. Like sports are physical things. Other than being real good at slapping the card on the table where you feel to cut somebody, that's all that's all you need right there. If you got that good arm cuff and you come from way back here in that bit, it's like, ah! But if you do that and then it don't even make no noise, that'd be so sad. Be to did all that jumping up in the car, fall out your head or slide off the table or you hit your hand on the table or some shit. Like, damn, you know. Uh, should let me smack it again real quick. Like, like you know, that's that's the only real unfinished. You know what I'm saying? That's the only real unfinished. But, uh, you know, it was cool, man. It was cool. It was, it was yeah, you know. Now we get down, it was snowing and shit, cold as hell. But the AB, like I said, AB, just let's just do something else. Let's just try something different. And I'm gonna try something different tonight. At the end of this show, I'm gonna make sure I play one of my favorite MLK speeches. You know what I'm saying? We celebrated MLK holiday on Monday. His birthday was last week. But uh, before I get to that, how did I segue to MLK? But going to start talking about Soldier Boy. <laughs> I'm so ass backwards. I'm so ass backwards. But Soldier Boy was the number one trending artist last week. Like, the boy know how to get himself back in the limelight. Back in the back in mainstream eyes, cause he got his own little following. You know what I'm saying? He got his own little group of people who still partake in his music. I'm not one of those people, but to see him on the Breakfast Club, not not see him, cause seeing him is one thing. I was listening to him, cause Focus said his chains was fake and his headband was loose, his hair was nappy. Like, like, like the headband was covering up a bad haircut or lack thereof. That's really what it was. Like, 
He ain't had no line up. It wasn't picked. It wasn't no 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 grease in it. Like the old folks say, what no oil in it or nothing. He just woke up early in New York City. It's cold. And he threw that damn headband on. Brush his teeth, threw the headband on in his in his in his jewelry that sounded hollow. Not saying it was fake. It just sounded hollow. But that's neither here nor there. Now, he made some statements on a couple of different platforms last week that got a, I think, got a lot of validity in it. But it's like, old gal on, on Everyday Struggle asked him why he has so many businesses. Why so many businesses, though? I was like, bruh? Like he said, why you ain't got that many businesses? You tripping, cuz. You tripping. But, you know, they came at him from every different angle. Like Charlemagne insinuated that he had an STD. He he called his jury fake. Said something about him having a bad concert. It was just a whole lot of negative stuff. But then when Charlemagne said he got a book, Soldier Boy was just like, hey man, congratulations. I want to cop that jump, man, and support. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what's up. Like he ain't never stooped down to his level. And he could have, but he ain't never do that. Now, him and old boy on everyday struggle, Wayne no, why not, whatever dude's name is, they had some words. He was a lot of yelling on that junk that he was doing, but he he made some sense, man. Like, folk come for him because of the character that he is, not because of the real business. Like, people gotta separate the two. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a difference. But anybody that's out here doing something legit, getting some legit money, you know what I'm saying? And you of color, you young or whatnot, you from the you from the struggle, you from the bottom. Even if you ain't from the bottom, everybody ain't from the dirt, mud bottom. Whatever your bottom is. Pause. Was that a pause moment? Nah. I don't know. For those who thought it was a pause moment, I'm going to just say pause. For those who didn't, Oh well, <laughs> but now nah, whatever whatever your level of saying you came from the bottom, wherever your start was, and you come on up in life, then it's like, hey, more power to you, happy for you. If it's all legit, even if it ain't hell, as long as you ain't hurt nobody. Let me not say that. Let me just keep it moving. I'm gonna just keep on going through this thing. <laughs> keep on going through it. But shout out to him, man, for getting his name back out there. Finna go on a little tour. That's that's the business, man. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna leave you all with this speech. Pretty dope speech by by Dr. King. You know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't the I have a dream speech. None of that. It's just talking about you know what I'm saying. How he thought he was the integration wasn't gonna be right. You know what I'm saying? I think it was his last speech actually. No, nah, it wasn't his last speech. But he it was one of those speeches where you don't get publicized as much, you know, talking about leading them into a burning building. So it's about four minutes. Y'all check this out. Uh, We're going to be back next week. You know what I'm saying? Doing it bigger and better. Shout out to uh, Rustic Roots, too, man. They made me a dope wooden sign. You can get at them on Instagram at Rustic Roots TN. That's R-U-S-T-I-C-R-O-O-T-S-T-N. That's on IG. And, uh, yeah, man, y'all have a good week. Be safe. Don't forget, January 31st, the Cobra out in East Nashville. Come check us out. Next week, I'm going to have a couple of special guests on the show. 
Y'all stay tuned, man. Appreciate everybody. And don't forget, if you out there in Nashville and you need a podcast, you need an engineer, you know where y'all need to go. Y'all need to go where I'm at right now. And that's live from the Pulse Studios. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's my first one in 2019, I think, man. That's my first one in 2019, man. Hey, y'all be easy, man. Everybody be uh be peaceful, be respectful, be blessed. I'm out. BTSE 365. <laughs> I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I must confess that uh, that dream that I had that day has at many points turned into a nightmare. Now, I'm not one to lose hope. I keep on hoping. Uh, I still have faith in the future. But I've had to analyze many things over the last few years, and I would say over the last few months. I've gone through a lot of soul-searching and agonizing moments. And I've come to see that uh, we have uh, many more difficult days ahead. And some of the old optimism was a little superficial. And now it must be tempered with a solid realism. And I think the realistic fact is that we still have a long, long way to go and that we are involved in a war on Asian soil, uh, which, if not checked and stopped, can poison the very soul of our nation. I'm not going to say that all of our problems will be solved if the war in Vietnam is ended, but I do say that the war makes it infinitely more difficult to deal with these problems. Uh, when a nation becomes obsessed with the guns of war, uh, it loses its social perspective, and programs of social uplift suffer. This is just a, a fact of history, so that we do face many more difficulties uh, as a result of the war. It's much more difficult to really arouse a conscience during a time of war. That is something about a war like this that makes people insensitive. It dulls a conscience. It strengthens the forces of reaction. And it brings into being bitterness and hatred and violence. I think the biggest problem now is that we got our gains over the last 12 years at bargain rates, so to speak. It uh, didn't cost the nation anything. In fact, it helped the economic side of the nation to integrate lunch counters and public accommodations. It didn't cost the nation anything uh, to get uh, the right to vote established. And now we are confronting issues that cannot be solved without costing the nation billions of dollars. Now, I think this is where we're getting our greatest resistance. They may put it on many other things, but we can't get rid of slums and poverty without it costing the nation something. I feel that nonviolence is really the only way uh, that we can follow because uh, violence is just so self-defeating. A riot ends up creating many more problems for the Negro community uh, than it solves. You can, through violence, burn down a building, but you can't establish justice. You can murder a murderer, but you can't murder murder through violence. You can murder a hater, but you can't murder hate. And what we are trying to get rid of is hate and injustice and 
all of these other things that continue the long night of man's inhumanity to man. When we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last.